Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I think I'm just going to send Luann this. And I think it says it all. I don't think I need to add anything to it. I like it. You think? If it's a life lesson, I think this text to Luann is fabulous. It's quite appropriate. Good move, Dorinda. Send. Oh, I got a text from Dorinda. You did not. <laughs> what does it say? When you haven't forgiven those who've hurt you, you turn your back against your future. When you do forgive, you start walking forward. Tyler Perry. I mean, She's you got to you you be kidding me. No response? No, no. We love Tyler Perry, but really? Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I'm here with the beautiful, hilarious, <gasps> wonderful Leslie Grossman, one of the most requested guests. Your check is in the mail, Mr. Pellegrino. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful, auspicious welcome. I'm thrilled to be back on the couch. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here because you're Woo! a housewives expert. I I I am a historian. I know. I am I, a historian, and I someday I'll make money off of this, Danny. I don't know how, but someday you need to, you need a podcast. You truly that's what everyone wants. I, I know you're busy. You're busy. You don't your need to do podcast it. is fantastic. I feel like does do people really need another podcast? Yeah, they do, Leslie. They do. I, a, they need I know. You. I do have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. So you know what? Maybe when I get a free minute, I will do it. I know you're busy. You're on a hundred shows. You're I'm trying. Doing I'm tr- it all. I'm trying. And right when you sat down, I was like, "Did you get a chance to watch the New York episode last night?" And you're like, "You just rolled your eyes at me." You're like, "Come on." I felt angry with you <laughs> that you would doubt my loyalty and allegiance. Like that's going to get downloaded right into my brain as soon as it airs. And I have Directv, so if I'm home, I get that 6 p.m. feed, baby. Oh yeah, that's how I watch it. I Is watch it the it. best? Yeah, and people message. Then you free your whole up. You're, you're free your whole your night whole up. Your whole night's up. Like, I, I have dinner afterwards. <laughs> yes, like it's, it's perfect. truly my favorite thing. It's and, heaven. And people will ask me, they're like, how are you watching it now? If I'm tweeting it or something, I'm yeah. like, Sling TV, it airs East Coast time. It's love the it. best thing in the world. Ever. I love you. And by, I love that how like, SNL is now on all the time. Yeah. Say, I like that. You know, some of the Bravo shows I get screeners for. Oh, you lucky And bastard. let me tell you, I have, they're not, they haven't approved me for New York, which is devastating. That also makes no sense, but <laughs> it's go devastating, on. but it's the best thing ever to be able to watch it a couple oh. of days. I mean, come on. Um, Leslie, are you happy that New York's back? Okay. I've said this many, many times and I'll reiterate it for you again. All of the fran, the whole franchise, all the different cities, they're all my babies. Mm-hmm. And as any mother will tell you, you love all your babies equally, but I will say this, New York is my most special baby. It's the best. It's my, I love Beverly Hills. And I don't care what people say, and we'll get into this in a minute. Yeah. I have a lot of fucking hope for this upcoming season of Beverly Hills. Sure. But New York, to me, is my gold standard. It's my number one. I love those ladies. And do you know what I like most about them? What? I really was thinking about it today. They're all ladies of a certain age. Mm-hmm. They're all, I mean, they're all deep into their 50s. Right. Past menopause. Right. And you know what? They have zero fucks. Zero fucks to give. And they there is, they're all so iconic. So iconic and doing things on television that no other women of their age are doing, scripted or unscripted. Not even a we little bit. We are seeing divorces. We're seeing uh, people dealing with alcohol abuse. We're seeing death. I mean, we're seeing all of the human experience. Uh-huh. And it's wrapped up in this hilarious package. That Tyler Perry thing was one of the funniest I mean, things I've ever seen in my life. I'm, and Dorinda was so earnest. So earnest. So earnest about it. But I have to say, 
I continually come back to Ramona. Me too. Me and too. She is, I mean, everything about her because I really don't, you know, you remember when the real world started all those of years course. ago? And then by the third season, everyone knew the formula, everyone knew the game, and then they were just playing for the cameras. But really, that first and second season felt really pure. Mm hmm. Ramona, to me, is as pure as her first season. Oh, yeah. She is as pure as she was 10 years ago. She it, she cannot help it. Her horrible behavior on the tennis court. Again. All right, so you can finish playing because I already worked out. Yeah. My tennis game isn't the best because I've been traveling the past month, and then it rained a lot in the Hamptons. Because I already I worked out for an hour, so I'm like... All right. I did core fusion today and yesterday, so I'm just kind of... That's cool. Sorry. Awesome. Ooh. Like, I already, I already worked you out today. I did core fusion. I did core fusion. Did core fu <laughs> and no one's listening. I did core fusion. And she's like legitimately pissed that Tinsley's actually a good tennis player. Like, give her something. She can't. Ramona cannot help herself with any of it. Like, she's no. just, she is who she is. She's not changing a bit for the on camera. No. She and her is French a monster, manicure. Yes. An upfront monster. A she's monster. Just a complete monster. And she's, that's who she is. And she's not trying to hide not a bit of it. The other thing with New York that I think goes overlooked is that this is a cast full of all stars. Yes. And every single no one links. of them. No weak links. Tinsley's the closest I agree. to a weak link. But she delivers. But she's still good. And on any other franchise, I feel like Tinsley would be like a good, st solid performer. Now, remember that I did base about 30% of my character from last season of American Horror Story on Tinsley. Right. So she's not nothing, Danny. Did you, she ever hear that? Because I she thought did. that she did what she said. She was very nice about it. She didn't, she like, like there was a lot of people were tweeting it at her and then she like did a little smiley face but i've never spoken to tinsley directly and you know that i there's a few that i've made contact with like i really love rena i really right. do and i feel like rena and i would actually be friends irl i've only heard great things about she's Rinna. yeah really f and because to me she's the ultimate hustler yeah nobody gets it as well as rena does she's so brilliant at marketing herself i just adore her but everyone else like i don't want to actually cross that right. line i want my picture and then we're done <laughs> i don't need to keep, make it real you always say they work for you they work they are i'm their yeah. boss you're I'm sorry. And Rena, I'm not talking about you if you're listening to this. Most of them, 97% yeah. of them are talent free. Sure. So their job, their talent is being on a reality mm -hmm. show. And that is, you're not Denzel. <laughs> I'm not going to bother Denzel at a restaurant. Yeah, you're not working on your craft no, at, but at I the will, Ivy. I will swat a sandwich out of Jack's hand and tell him to pose from a damn picture. 100%. That is his 100%. job, Daniel. I completely agree with Daniel you. Daniel Pellegrino. <laughs> and a lot of times when you pull back the curtain, because I've had a lot of them on the show or I've interviewed them, and you pull back the curtain and it can be a little bit dark. I had Sonia. A lot of people have been messaging me about this. They're like, address it, because I had Sonia on this past week. Okay, I haven't listened and to it yet. Don't get so mad. It was, no, it's okay. It was it was all about Scary Island. Like, that was yeah. focused. And Which, it was a crossover. to me, is so iconic. I mean, it's like, the best. It's the I'm best. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted no. to just say that a lot of them, like, don't hold up. I watched Scary Island when I had the flu about six weeks ago. Danny, Wasn't it amazing? Danny, it gets better. It gets better. It I, gets 100%. better? It gets better. when oh. you. And every time I watch it, I peel back layers and I find something <laughs> that I didn't even hear before. This yeah. past time I rewatched it because it was a crossover episode I did with like the Bravo people. Oh, wow. So like I rewatched you. it. You know what? I got to listen to this, Danny. Shame it's on good, me. It's good. But it's because so, I've been listening to the dropout. So I've been a little busy. busy. Sorry. You have I things wanna... going on, Leslie. I'm you have very, things going yeah, on. I'm very political. But active. I caught like a quote that I hadn't caught before where Kelly is talking about how she doesn't know how to take pictures with her camera and then she takes pictures of everyone on the beach. It's like just little moments every time I watch it. But anyway, so I do this thing. With, it's with the Bravo Daily Dish people who are wonderful and they're in New York. So we talked about the Scary Island thing and then they brought in Sonia into their wow. studio and wow. via the over the air we did. Wow. Now, 
Sonia's cadence voice seemed something seemed maybe a little bit off oh. at the beginning. Oh. And everyone's been messaging me about it. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I didn't. Do you think she'd taken a pill? <laughs> but I don't know. But I don't know. But can we be honest? I don't know. Can we? Can we be know. honest? And again, I want to say something. I I, I love Sonia. Me too. She's the best. I, but I want to say something. Yeah. Danny. Yeah. She's a terrible drunk. She's a horrible drunk. I'm sorry. You don't have to say anything bad. Sonia, I love you if you're listening. Her behavior is insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If that was my mother, I would be very upset. I mean, and there's reason to be cause for concern, but also it was like, I don't know. I wasn't there. It was like via a phone line and they edited it. They sent it to me, you know, like, so I don't know. Everyone I mean, could judge for themselves, but everyone's asking me to like address. It. I'm like, I don't know what to address. Well, first of all, what are you going to address? You weren't in the room with her. You didn't see I what didn't she did. See what was going on. I posted a video. They sent me a video of their, what her she in was the studio. Doing. And so you can see it and everyone could judge for themselves. Does she still have those extensions in? Yeah, she had the bouffant. You know, Ugh, she has that bouffant. Yes, She's doing the press tour at the bouffant. No, it's not good. She, it's a, she has a such, lot of bouffant. She has gorgeous bone structure. Keep it a bob. Right. What do you make of Babs? We're going to get into this episode, but I'm calling her Bullet Babs because you know what? My dad, when I was younger, he always would have his tool belt and stuff. And I remember he used to say, grab my bullets. But he didn't mean gun. He meant his (laughs) screws and nails. Like he had a bucket. All right. I'll call her Bullet Babs. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So far, <laughs> I like how you just went with it. She's I'll call her not Bab. drawing me in. I mean, there's just I'm, she is there to run defense for Lou, in my opinion. Agree. And I just I don't find her particularly compelling. I'm sure she's a lovely woman who's built her own business and good for her. I love when Beth Bethany, you know, first of all, Bethany's house. Bethany has the best fucking taste. I agree. I her love her decor. Homes are so gorgeous. My God, like you're a historian. Did you catch in that rental? She had that painting. I don't yes. know. Do you remember from Bethany Ever After? I know Ever exactly After? what you're talking about. The painting about. that she made such a big yes. deal about getting. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was sort of in like a like a hallway, like that, like the back. I know exactly you what, know what I'm talking about. I know it was exactly just up what you're there, talking yeah. about. She just has impeccable taste. And I love when she goes into Barbara's house and she's like, Barbara herself admitted that her <laughs> interior design needs work. I mean, the inside of the house was absolutely disgusting. It was hideous. disgusting. The property itself, you could tell, is very pretty. And I'm sure if the house was redone on the inside, it would be better. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? I just choked on my own spit. No, I got well, so excited. It's talking a about lot. It. This is exciting. <laughs> Leslie, I feel that I feel so thrilled when I'm talking about Roni. Like it's literally, I feel the exact same way. I just don't, I don't think she's going to deliver. I want to just say one thing. But do you feel like she's angling for a spinoff with Bethany? Because Bethany oh, and Frederick didn't work out. And I felt maybe. like Bethany brought her into that rental house and they're angling for a spinoff. And I think Bethany pushed for Babs to get on. You know what? Maybe. Babs to get on because they'd make a good spinoff. And I would watch every episode of it. Yeah. Because maybe Babs could do the actual physical She'll building. She'll do the and- design work and, yeah Bethany or the, um, could do all the interior stuff yeah i just as of this writing yeah but let, let me tell you something i w- i was in new york in the late fall doing a little press and i was doing it was the same time jersey was premiering um, and i did something and dolores Teresa, and jennifer were the next interview after me on like new york live or something like that so i had a very quick interaction with them and not a minute had aired yet of jersey and i didn't know what to make of jennifer but I got a vibe off her. I was like, she's going to bring it. I got she's a vibe off it, her. Yeah. And guess what? She, she brought it. She brought it. it. Yeah, those girls so were good. I'm not getting that vibe off Barbara. Yeah. You know, I feel like. I think she's a Lou apologist. The good thing that I think about Barbara, the, the silver lining for Barbara is I feel like she does fit in very well. Like yeah. she's like their age. She seems to know everyone. So that part is great. She's got her house in the Hamptons. But, got, yeah. you know, the bell bottoms are tough to look at. The, the clothes <laughs> in general. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a shady bitch, but like no. she doesn't know how to dress. <laughs> Although Bethany was dressed great. Like sometimes Bethany, 
I think 90% of the time, Bethany looked so good, but then she was wearing like a denim on denim. Yeah. There was a bedazzled denim pant. I know it's all skinny girl clothes. <laughs> Those and, skinny girl jeans are not for me. And then she was wearing like a very high Louboutin, white Louboutin pump with the spikes. And I was just like, ah, this is making me uncomfortable. But still, there was thought behind it. Mm. Barbara was Barbara just, just like, puts it all together. It's <laughs> just like, she goes and throws whatever's on. My friend Annabelle texted me that there's not uh, uh, one color foundation that matches her skin in no. that tool belt. No, <laughs> like, it's terrible. It's like, not so anyway, in the toolbox. The, the jury is out on Barbara. I'm obsessed with Sonia's new very small apartment. Oh my God, it's very small. And it felt really, I felt disturbed by it when I was seeing it last week with the towel up. Like something about it just made me a little bit uncomfortable. And I'm very happy for that she downsized and that she's got out of that that house. But it did bum me out a little bit. It was a bummer. I mean, the other place always depressed me and I could feel the dust. Like I could feel it on my hands and it was... But do you feel like we almost got used to that other place? Like yes. I was, I was, it was, I was uncomfortable, but I was also comfortable. Like I would have stayed at the Pieta Tear upstairs, yeah. but dusted it off, brought some wipes, wet wipes. Her, her having that inter now, it's like it's too small, and also like what is she's bringing you breakfast in bed? Like, and it was a big breakfast. It was like lots of toast. <laughs> it was oatmeal. It was like tons of food. There. Yeah, it was, it was to- a lot just, of happening. It's and she's just so shameless. Let's talk about these taglines because we finally got the taglines mm-hmm. this week, and we. They've been saving them now for the second episode, which is like a weird thing, I think. Sonia's tagline is the most insane thing it I've ever... It doesn't make Why are you referring to gay sense. sex? I don't understand why people you're referring call- to gay sex. Why are you calling yourself... What? People, what are you doing? You're a bottom? People call me over the top, but lately I prefer being a bottom. It makes no goddamn sense. It makes sense, no sense. And honestly. guess, it's it's not for ladies. It's not for ladies. No, a gay man wrote for- it, which, great. A gay man should be writing but these taglines. But it tag makes lines, no sense But make it Sonya. make sense. Make- I, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Okay, keep going. Uh, Luann says, I pled guilty. Uh, I plead guilty to being fabulous. I mean, that's fucking great. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fantastic. Go on. Ramona's is weak to me. It's the only thing I'll yeah. settle for is more. Yeah. It's just like yeah. boring. No. Okay. And I'm surprised it doesn't have to do with the ageless skin cream or Correct. like one of the products or the wine. I like when she ties it into wine. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tinsley's is <laughs> game set. Now I need a match. Oh, it's sad. It's like sad. It's sad single lady. And remember how I, about when Dorinda was like, it's probably not going to happen for you about having kids at dinner. <laughs> Dorinda's getting extra mean, right? Like she's so getting, mean. <laughs> she's getting really, really mean. And I love it and Hate it. Yeah, like, I love it. Bethany's is when life gives me limes, I make margaritas. I mean, fine. It's fine. It's fine, but that should have been hers 10 years ago. I agree. It's not, it doesn't feel very current. It it's like you're a boss, dude. Dur- what is Dorinda? And also, I only want Dorinda to speak in her drunk voice. Like when, <laughs> all, when all says, like she doesn't pronounce her R's, she, be, she gets a really intense speech impediment when she gets drunk. And then the sideways point, like the I was talking it. about this last week, but do you remember in Cartagena when Dorinda was really drunk? She's talking to Carol. She's like, I don't care for the biggest heroin addict in the world. I invite you in my city on my couch and I say, what the fuck is up? Her, she looked like that fucking joker and it's just like she's telling and carol's just sort of like smiling and nodding but she was so wasted and she's talking i don't care if Biggest. you're a heroin addict i'd tell you to come to my home and then we have some dinner and then i'll fucking shoot you up it was like so, oh. the one of the darkest things Dark, ever no seen. one of the darkest things for me was when she was going to uh Puerto Rico with Bethany and the night before at that dinner and she starts yelling at the nice people from the charity that are just there to help. Leslie, the things we've seen with these women. I'm traumatized. Go on. Keep going. You're a drunk. Yeah, it was, yeah, and she, Bethany, it was correct. <laughs> she was right. And 
Okay, let's dinner. let's just dip. Let's dive into this whole argument, okay, a conversation about whether or not the the drinking argument. It was like yeah. Lou said in this episode that Dorinda has a problem, like which she, she said, does. You think she does? Do I think Dorinda <laughs> has a drink? Yeah, I do, Danny. I think she got a. I'm sorry, you, Danny. Dr- just you guys for you guys listening. He had to adjust the levels I because I got so <laughs> I got so shrill. No, no, but, she has a drinking problem. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I, but. Don't you feel like now she's like overcompensating a little bit this season? I mean, we are only two episodes in, but she ain't gonna be dry too long. How long do you think she'll be dry? One more half of one more episode. <laughs> she's getting lit at the clam bake. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I she's think- gonna show up drunk to the clam bake that she wasn't invited to. hundred. That is also bizarre. <laughs> and that clam bake, like, I love how it was freezing cold. The wind was blowing. What a terrible environment. I know. Go on. I know. Oh, did you catch that? And so they get to let's go to the beginning of the episode. I'm jumping around a lot. Which well, is I tend to do bad. that with you. No, I no, I, it. Okay. I love it. There's too many things going on in this episode and I get too excited. It's over exciting. <laughs> so the Tinsley and Ramona, the Tinsley and Sonia show up at Ramona's house. Tinsley brought caviar. And did you catch this? Tinsley had to say I brought caviar uh-huh. because she said otherwise Ramona would save it for her other yes, friends. Which I believe she would. She would totally do And that. Tinsley wanted some of that caviar. She paid for it. She wants her amount. I'm finding Tinsley to have a good read on these women. I, That's what I'm liking about Tinsley, because yeah. in her confessionals throughout this episode and last week, she said a couple things where I'm like, she's spot on. Agreed. And another thing that really made me like love Tinsley was last year in Cartagena on that boat ride where she was like, it was fine. She wasn't <laughs> this that happens ups- all the time. Yeah, she wasn't that rattled. And I kind of loved, although she's so crazy in other ways. But anyway, yes, I think she's got a good beat on who these she's women are. She's got a good beat on it. Yes. And then uh, they all dress up as mermaids. They have Which, a little mermaid why? photo shoot. It doesn't make any it makes, sense. And also, like my daughter, who's 12, was into that when she was eight years old. <laughs> also, that Ramona going down the stairs. Like, oh, so funny. You could just put it on downstairs. <laughs> she, she just gives it. But she, that would be something where another housewife, I feel like, would do for TV. Yeah. But I don't feel that Ramona's no, doing that for TV. That I feel was like real. she was just genuinely doing that. Yes. Um, but I love that Dorinda reasoned that putting on these mermaid costumes were like something they could do not drinking. It was like, <laughs> and I thought like, how many more things like, like that last 15 minutes, like you put yeah. it on, you take a photo in the pool uh-huh. and then you're done. But Dorinda's like, you know what? We always go to these dinners and we drink all the time. I thought we could do something fun. It's like, Aww. okay, we're going to need a whole slew of things because that's 15 minutes. It's really sad. We're going to have to bake cupcakes. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. We need activities. It's like, it's, but that is literally what you do for a very young child. Like when my daughter would have a play date, I'd be like, okay, what can we do? Okay, well, that's only going to take 15. Then I got to have another, like next they're going to tie dye t-shirts and like decorate cookies. Do you remember when they decorated those jeans at Dorinda's oh, for charity or so something? Oh, horrible. And didn't she like, she, I think she stitched a coast coaster on something or I don't <laughs> something know. Something like that. Yes. So there's two different houses happening. They're yes. like all in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Bethany's got the other girls at her house. And... Lou and Babs are over there, and Lou says that all the hot guys are at AA, and she says she's waiting a year to date, but... Oh, that was the best! But she's like, aren't you supposed to wait a year to date? She goes, oh, no, only the people in AA. <laughs> no, that's actually not true. It was like, oh... I mean, the whole... All but that's of incorrect. A, all of her AA experience is very unclear. 11 days. 11 days. And she's like, I'm fine now. She's like, I'm doing great. Also, did she make reference at that dinner with, about the house, and she needed to get the house? Did she say she was manic? I, okay, that I feel dinner, like she said it, and then they kind of breezed by it. There was Bethany said, I think that I think Bethany was the one who said Lou was manic that night or something like okay, that. She I said it very ahead. quick. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Let's skip ahead because I want to talk about this too. I thought it sounded like that experience of Lou 
getting drunk and having two bottles of rosé and then calling people asking for $6 million oh and then emailing friends asking for $6 million and then Babs and Anne, the other friend, yeah. and Bethany had to like email those people she was emailing and say it's not true. Yeah. That didn't sound like a drunk thing to me. I agree with you. Like I, I'm, I know about mental health and like that seemed agreed. like another That seemed situation. like a manic episode. Exactly. D- and didn't you think? 100%. And, and Bethany get- did quickly reference it. So I wondered like there had to, there has to be something because else. Because when, I mean, look, I'm no expert. But I've been around people who are extraordinarily drunk, and they're. It, what do I know? I just I would that behavior didn't yeah. seem to fit with that. Exactly, it didn't fit to me at all, and, and it, know, that yeah. was really sad. It was really sad to me. And then she said, "Babs had power of attorney over her." <gasps> okay, now you bring up something very important. Do you understand that it is not easy to get, to power, get power of attorney. of attorney? Yeah, it's just like nobody talks about the fact that Britney's still under a conservatorship. Do you know how limiting a conservatorship is? She can't. She has to get permission to use her phone. So wait, do you do to you, get power so of attorney? Power of attorney. What is it? Is that the it's same? Not as, as a, limiting it's, as a conservatorship, okay. but it's you. Someone has to really be proven to be totally and completely incapacitated yeah. and unable to advocate for themselves. I, the only people I've ever known who who have done it is for their parents, who are very infirm, yeah. who are seriously ill and unable to make medical decisions or legal decisions. It, that to me sounds like someone. I think there's a whole thing not. There's being something else going correct. on. Correct. I think there's and something not being also, discussed. Can a judge or whoever order that if the person's drunk? Like, when do they have to wait till they're sober? I just don't. Her, I don't know. It's her impulsiveness, her terrible decisions, her bad decisions with men. It just seems this to me. Look, I am. And we're not doctors, of course. I am yeah, not no, doctors, exactly. and I'm not shaming anyone. I'm just saying I think it's more than two it bottles of like rose. It seemed like something else. Yeah. And the way that they were laughing it off is two bottles of rose. It was just mm-hmm. like so- maybe something else. No, it's on. not your friend who got wasted at the club and then whatever. You know, when they were at Bethany's house and Babs was, you know, she's doing a, leaning into this tool belt stuff. Oh, you know? She's God. doing a lot of construction yeah. puns and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and another reason why I thought Bethany probably likes it, mm-hmm. because Babs was talking about. You know, not getting laid for a while or not getting yeah. a boyfriend. And then Bethany kept saying, like, oh, you're going to have to have someone, you know, paint your house, paint your puss. Or, yeah. You know, like she was doing a lot of like, and I thought Bethany probably really loves this because Babs is sort of a cartoon character, yeah. right? Like she's so specifically a character of yeah. like construction and tool belts yeah. and all that. I thought Bethany must really be enjoying this because uh-huh. she has someone to make fun of in a very specific way. <laughs> And I think eventually it's going to get old for Babs, and Agreed. I'm excited to see that dynamic. Yes, I I agree. You know, so I love it that your notes are so typed out, Danny. I know. This is like I, we're at a real board meeting, <laughs> and I love it. There's there's a big division between the blondes and the brunettes. Do you think this is going to go on all season? Yes, I really do, and I think I last night I felt like. No, it, I, I was going to, it wasn't a filler episode, but there was a lot of building, building, building. And I think now we're going to start to hit our stride. Yeah. And when you saw this, because first of all, all I ever want is coming up this season on a, on a housewives. That's my favorite thing. But like, like in the next episode, like Dorinda is here, is, is here to, to set fire yeah. to everything. <laughs> and so to the we're ramping up and it's going to get really, really good. But even a filler episode for Rural Houses of New York, it just feels so good to Agreed. me. It's like, there's still so much comedy. Agreed. Um, but so the brunettes are going to this intervention dinner yes. to celebrate. And I found it odd going back to this whole sobriety thing. Just because that it because it was an intervention dinner, it seemed weird that some of them were drinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's like, well, and I'm, Sonia said she wouldn't. Sonia she had, wasn't. But then other, it's like maybe Barbara did, and Anne had wine. In but front like, of could her. this be just one dinner where you don't drink? 
it just seemed just to me one. that if we're celebrating that, if it's very specific yeah. to us celebrating Luann's intervention, yeah. what do you make of Anne? Anne's the other girl that was part I'm of this Charlie's Angels crew. Her hair is incredible. She looks straight out of Ladies Home Journal. I'm concerned about Anne. And what's the other friend of Bethany's? I don't remember. They've showed her a little bit. I don't like the outsiders coming the in. Go away. I don't like you. I don't yeah. know you. Go. I want more Dorinda time. You're taking away from my other ladies. <laughs> I don't care about That's you. That's how I feel about Ken on Beverly Hills. Yes. It's like, I do not need Ken on my screen. Get like, show out. me anyone else. But I like when Ken says, Texas. Texas. <laughs> Texas. Is. So when uh, Sonia saw Babs, did you catch this? Sonia said, Oh, I know, Barbara. Uh, we, you know, have been at a lot of events with each other. As business women, yes. we would cater to society. I don't. It, what the fuck does that mean? There's no words in those what words. The fuck does we that would mean? cater to society. What the fuck? Maybe much like her behavior when you interviewed her. Maybe she had drank some special something's water. Going, something's maybe going on there. Well, Danny, it's yeah. not going to get better <laughs> as she gets older. I know. It's not going to get. I know, but who's to step in? Somebody. I, but the girls seem to have stepped in with Sonia. You know, they she got, gave up the sauce for a while. Remember? Oh, was was there anything better? One of the highlights of the whole series was when they were. Where were they? Were they in Connecticut at the Mohican Sun or something? And Atlantic City was trip, it maybe? Atlantic City when she was talking about John John? Yeah, that was Atlantic City. Oh. I just rewatched that recently. What did Bethany yell at her in the suite? She was like, "I got it. You got Madonna. You got John John." <laughs> like, what was no, she? No, Dorinda saying? said John John's been dead <laughs> for whatever. Uh, but Bethany also Bethany yelled was at her. also like because she just kept saying, uh, "You can't keep saying." Updad is Stad or whatever. I can't even think of it. Stad and yes. Yeah, oh, it was so great. And she's like, I promote people. So yes. kept saying. Oh, it's terrible. Um, also, that episode, just going back, has the most amazing like limo scene when they go to Sonia's yes. house and Heather's waiting and she just gets pissed. And it's like a full <laughs> fucking episode in the limo of just them arguing was, to get to Atlanta. It was City. incredible. Was it pouring rain? Am I it right? It was pouring rain. Yes. There was like construction work going oh, on. It and, was, and it took, it was hours. I know. I liked Heather. I thought Heather was underrated and people give her a hard time, but I think she was a good housewife. She was fine. The holla was holla. very was tough lot. for me. Hey, mama. Oh, no. <laughs> Too many mama. Go on. <laughs> okay, so then we have all this business about them having to disinvite Dorinda and possibly Ramona from this clam bake that Babs is throwing. <laughs> right. Which, and by the way, why was she throwing the clam bake? Unclear. I mean, doesn't it seem like Babs is like a very, very central part of this show Does for Babs being have a friend children? of? I don't know. We don't know. Well, they made her. She, I mean, you know, she's an author though. She has books, like fiction books. What? She has. She has is a it book. Like romantic I just, fiction about being a home builder. I, mean, I haven't read it yet. It's on my list. But it's oh, like some <laughs> Danny. It doesn't have to be on your <laughs> I know, list. I won't, I won't really. Okay. Um, but I think there's maybe a hammer on the cover or something is it like a mystery it's like some sort it's fiction i know it's that no babs and it's a book but i thought and it's with a big publisher though does she have an apple she doesn't have she has no beginning but they've given her a prime they're treating her like like a reg right in the cast don't you think she's been in it more than tinsley she's had more scenes than tinsley has she shown up in previous seasons no she did don't you remember no oh god don't get mad at me historians i feel like you're disappointed at me do you remember remind me when before luann got married to tom Yes. They had this event. On the yacht? It wasn't on the yacht. It was like, I don't know, maybe like a blood drive or something. Okay. <laughs> I love this show. Okay. It was maybe not a blood drive, but it was something. Anyway, Carol was miked. Babs wasn't. They were oh, in the background. Oh, yeah. Carol was talking to her, Barbara, and saying, you know, about, uh, about the wedding. Yeah. And then ba- Barbara, the mic picked it up and it said, like, Luann's just going to go through with this wedding. Oh, she's going to get divorced. Right. Yes. Okay. And so that yes. was like her, her moment Correct. on screen. Okay. I heard, though, they just rushed into filming and they needed someone. That's oh what I heard. That, that makes sense. But God, there was no one else. 
I mean, it was probably down to her and Anne, and it's yeah. like, which are we going to choose? Oh, Anne with her, what did you <laughs> Anne say? Anne would have been Good housekeeping. Ladies Home Journal, Ladies 1989. Home Journal. Yeah, even 91. worse. Um, but do you think they should have disinvited Dorinda to this clam bake? No, I want Dorinda invited to everything at all times. I was I trying to think about it from their perspective, but I don't care about their perspective. I only care about what I right, want. Right, like show us the goods. Correct. And that's why Ramona's good TV, because she shows up anywhere. It doesn't matter if she's disinvited or not. She yeah. will show up. 100%. Oh, Ramona's she- like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And you know, and you have to tap me after half an hour. Because I come in, I come Wait. in like a bullet chine shop, bullet chine shop, and so I got I got to ease in. Let's that can be that overwhelming. One. Let me just I say that, that this got lost. What you just said got lost in the episode because I think it was one of the greatest, most hilarious things I've ever seen, <laughs> and it got lost because of that Tyler Perry thing was so amazing. <laughs> but lest we forget that Ramona arrived uninvited to this clam bake. Uh-huh. And then ordered Tinsley in the backseat of their car uh-huh. to set two alarms on Tinsley's <laughs> phone, one at a half an hour, mm-hmm. to talk. Because that's what I'm going to confront. And that's that, what I'm going to confront. To confront one of the other cast members. Yeah. She said, otherwise, she confronts him too soon. Uh-huh. She had to wait a half an hour. And then she says, set a second alarm to remind us, because I told Sonia after an hour we're leaving. Tinsley, time 30 minutes and tap me on my shoulder and I'll figure out what, how, what I can do and not do. All right. And then tap her at one hour to say we need to exit. The 30 minute timer is for her to come over to me and say, okay, Ramona, talk to Barbara about Luann and Dorinda because I don't want to go in too quick because a lot of times, you know, I am the bull in the china shop and I got to like, you know, pace myself. And then we promised Dorinda we'd leave after an hour. So then when it rings again, we'll leave it an hour. Oh my God. And Tinsley didn't even question it. She did it. She knew. <laughs> <laughs> that in order to secure a place on the show, she she might have to act like Sonia's assistant or Rona's assistant, but oh she's going to do it. Yeah. And it was so fucking funny. And I just felt like it got lost. Yeah. It was like a beautiful, hilarious well, moment. Well, I know it didn't get lost on us, Daniel. <laughs> I will never forget it. I will never <laughs> forget it. Uh, what do you make of all this? Oh, this is a hard shift to do. Okay, go. But the we talked a little bit about Lou asking people for $6 million, yeah. and then it was revealed she was calling dennis for six million dollars now i did you know that dennis no i didn't had that know kind that he of had money. that kind of money and that she was like get bethany to give dennis to give me this money from dennis like i would have thought she would have asked bethany for the money but I was i didn't know. know that dennis was that much richer how did he make money i don't know that's what i, I don't really I should know, know that I know. it all feels very dark i know that stuff is sad it really is sad and very dark and that dennis's daughter keeps texting bethany i don't know what to make of it <laughs> that made me sad oh, last week can i just say one thing you could say what did you think thing? about bryn and the texting to dennis i thought i didn't like how bethany read bryn's text on the camera a and b i'm just gonna say something i am a parent and i think that parents are very uncomfortable speaking about death around children and I know I'm going to sound like I'm a hard ass or whatever, but I feel like I wouldn't tell my child that anyone can hear you by texting them, no matter how little they were. Like their body is all done living. Yeah. There, I would talk about someone's energy, how he's still alive in our hearts and we still love him and we can talk to his kids or whatever. But it's like that, sh- that she kind of led Bryn to believe that she was actually yeah. in conversation with Dennis. I don't know. The whole thing made me very uncomfortable. It's also, very things weird. Are, have you read that lately things are heating up again with Jason? With Jason, when's it ending? It's never I don't ending. Know, but in the, and that she's trying to get full custody away from him. And he really, I think we've talked about this. I Danny, know we've gone deep in this, but, but I really do feel like. Have you shifted at all on Bethany? Because you were always, so, you're always so ride or die for Bethany. I still am. You still are. Okay. And I read it and I think he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he is. I really, I yeah. don't think she's any walk in the park. Right. I think that he's a fucking psychopath. And right. I think he probably did terrible and crazy things. 
And I do think that Bethany should have full custody, in my humble opinion. Right. I just do. I don't trust him. He seems like the kind of person He's that's going to take off. He's a little bitch. Yes, yeah. that there's going to be a fucking yeah. Amber, Amber alert about Bryn. I really do. You know, but I didn't like, going back to that text message, yeah. I just didn't like that she read what yeah. the daughter sent him on camera. I thought like, sometimes Bethany just goes a little too far with showing everything. And I know that Always. it's it's her reality show and she she's showing her life. Blah, I love blah, blah. her, but her Insta stories. Sometimes I'm like, babe. Those bathtub callers. Do you ever see those? I can't. And also <sighs> when she just is singing into the camera. It's like, great, you know all the words to Don't Stop Believing. So does everybody. (laughs) I don't need you to sing it the entire time. I love her. And sometimes they're great. And sometimes... let me hear Journey. 100%. Like, sometimes they're just devastating. Sometimes they're hilarious. And a lot of times with with Brynn involved, it's just like she's ignoring Brynn to sing to the camera. She always does this series. And I only know this because people send him... I had to stop following her stories. Oh, did you? Yeah, because they were just too dark for me. Yeah. But she would do this series called... Hashtag bathtub callers, where she's in a bath naked, and you don't see like nipple, but you see like more than anyone should. She's uh, never been shy about showing her body, right? But so Bryn's like in the tub with her, and she's doing this series of like it's a sketch comedy thing where she's playing a character and she's making fake phone calls to companies, and it's like Bryn. There's literally video of where you can hear Bryn like mommy, mommy, like calling for, and I'm like. (laughs) Oh my god! I like it makes me like sweat. My ass clenches. Yeah. I'm like, this is too much for me to watch. Like, yeah, your daughter's craving your attention. Oh no, Bryn will. My have... friend saw them on a vacation too recently. <gasps> what? Yeah, Did like she sort of like nannies? less than a year ago. How many nannies? I don't know. I don't know about that, but I know that they kept seeing her around this resort and always on her phone, ignoring, ignoring, ignoring. Bryn. But you can see that on her Instagram, so it's not even like a you guys a secret. If you watch her Instagram stories, you could see like Danny, there's a lot of ignoring. Bryn but I, has yeah. fodder. For minimally a decade of therapy. She needs uh, Dr. Amador. And I am, she needs Dr. Amador. And I'm also praying that she goes full Christina Crawford. And I would like a book. Oh my God. I want a mommy uh, dearest. I want my book. Oh my God, Leslie, can you imagine? No, I can't. I uh, would literally like, please do it. Grow up, Bren. Do it before I'm dead. Please, God, I've got to read that. I know. Oh my God. It's, oh. It is dark. And I love Bethany and people will get mad anytime oh, I no, say anything I like, bad. I know you, you know you're right or die for, for Bethany. I know. And we, you know, we had an interaction. But we love her so much that we're concerned about uh-huh. certain things. I, I worry. Yeah. But look. Wait, you had an interaction? Tell me. Well, it, it was in the New York Post. I was interviewed by the Post and they did something about how I talk about how Bethany is my favorite. <gasps> oh my God. I, I, I think I remember this. She's my favorite housewife. I'm obsessed with her abs. And uh, we had like a nice little interaction on Twitter about it. But again, I don't want any IRL interaction with Bethany mm-hmm. ever. I've met her a few times. She's lovely. Yeah, but you don't want to go to her, dinner. So I don't want to go to. Yeah. I don't want to go to a meal. And Bethany, if you're listening, it's not she's that not. I don't think you're you're lovely, <laughs> but I just I don't want to break down that that yeah. wall, that yeah. fourth wall. I like it. I like it. Up. Yeah. Well, I remember that Twitter. I think I was texting you about it because I was so excited we might about have. yeah. Yeah. Um, I was so excited. By the way, I'm prepared to talk about Beverly Hills. I'm prepared to talk about I know. About we're going to talk about Beverly Hills. Real quick, though, okay. let's talk about this tennis. What did you make of the tennis guy? Did you like He's cute, right? I don't think any of them are cute. I'm so sorry. And the swim I'm gay, guy, so I think all of them are cute. She's so... Danny, you're gay? What? Surprise. Oh, my God. Did you know I'm, Jew- I'm Jewish, Danny? Did you Hi. know that? This is shocking. Hi. What? That's my Jill Zarin. Oh, my God. Hi. Okay, can we just say quickly on Scary Island when Jill Zarin <laughs> walks in time. and Alex starts crying and it breaks it breaks her down and she's like I, just, I have the, been through what there has she... been enough drama <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been enough drama Danny, 
Her voice is shaking. Danny, oh, she can't get through. I it. could watch that. You know what? I'm going to watch it tonight. You sh- I know it's good. It really like heals me. <laughs> I like it better than the Kelly Benson. When shit. I'm going through it, like I throw that Hulu on and I watch the uh, old episodes of New York. It just something soothes me. That and the view. People always say like I. You know, I'm a depressive person, so I have to put on, like, yes. ladies arguing really, like, calms me down. Well, you know what it is? It's a hit of serotonin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right yeah. to my brain. Yeah. Um, There's still know- so many mysteries about Scary Island. Let me just what? say, we'll get into this, let's too. Go. So, Bravo. Danny, I can- we should get a group together and stay at that fucking house. Leslie, I would die. I would. I would die. Die! We could do, like, I would explode. we could recreate, take pictures of iconic places. We could oh, my do- God, Leslie. Do- what was she saying? What was Kelly Ben Simone um, saying to Alex? off. Soft Johan face. face. Johan Soft face. We could recreate the, <laughs> the photo I shoot. I would die. Wait, so let me tell you this. So okay. I did this thing, the Scary Island, that I mentioned to you earlier, yeah. I, this crossover episode with Bravo. Right. The whole idea was that I was going to interview Sonia about Scary Island. Right. Well, first of all, they had I couldn't ask certain things. What? Why? Because Scary Island's a mystery still. What are you talking about? But I did ask certain questions that mysteriously got edited out of the episode <gasps> when they sent it back to like me. what? Well, let was me, Kelly Benson having a manic episode? Well, there was just... Things that like I, the only reason I'm saying it because I don't. No one tag anyone. Don't get me in trouble. No one. You guys. No one tag. No one ever tag. This is a safe place. Can I just say something? Everyone listening to this, can this just be a trust tree? It's just. Can you not us. tag? No speak tagging. amongst yourselves. Don't bring this out into the world outside of the of the podcast. Thank you. But so one of the things I know there's something in here. One of the things that I asked I asked a lot about Kelly Ben Simone, and yeah. one of the things that Sonia told me was that that night after Bethany said go to sleep, yeah, you know, the night before Kelly was escorted off the island. Right. So that was the first night Ramona and Sonia spent on a vacation together in the same room. And the reason was, is because they were scared of Kelly. <gasps> and from what I remember, allegedly, maybe this is what Sonia told me that was maybe allegedly cut out of the episode, not on my choice. Okay. But they had put an umbrella in the doorway to keep out Kelly because they were scared of her. They were really scared of her. I know. Like Don't get me in trouble, you guys. No her. one ever mentioned this again. Like she thought, they thought, they thought that Kelly was going to actually come harm them. Kelly was scary and out of control. There was something else going on Her there too, which I right. right. But you know what? Maybe which is sad, and I, I mm, hope that she. <laughs> yeah, but that also seems a lot like cocaine. But go on. Sorry, allegedly. But anyway, there was things that got cut, and so that just leads me to believe that there's still a lot of mystery regarding the Scary Island trip that I don't know that we'll ever get answers. to. I wish to. we could do like a Ghost Hunters, but at Scary Island, I know we should. Yeah. We should. Okay, I don't know what else from this episode. I want to talk about Beverly Hills while we're. I think next week is going to be good. Okay, can I just open hot with BH? Well, was real a, quick though, the Tyler Perry thing. We just let's just I break mean, that down for a second. Dorinda literally but that said, will live on. That will you know how every forever. season has a couple iconic things. Like that's forever. That will a forever I, moment. It's a forever moment. I feel like I want that cross stitched on a pillow now. Like so fucking funny. Like just and I, I don't think Dorinda was being funny at all. No, there was no and Ramona either. I don't even think Ramona knows who Tyler Perry is. Like she saw that quote. Did you see her reading that quote? She's, she's like, like, yeah, that seems like a good thing to sign. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems nice. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. Okay, Beverly Hills. Like that. Like. like that also, I thought it was going to be like a Brene Brown. Right. Do you know what the I mean? The lead up to it, I was taking notes and I was, I was like, are they not going to tell us what she said? And oh, I was like, this is supposed to be so good. And then finally, they revealed that it was a Tyler Perry quote, and I was like, oh my god, I'm living the editing of that, the climax of that it scene, was, producing the, of it. They really perfection. knew what they were doing. Perfection. Now let's go to Beverly Hills. Can yeah. we pivot? Yeah, please. I want. There, I have a lot of feelings about this episode. It was half filler. Yeah. I want to just say, turn me down, no, Danny. Got to turn me down because I'm going to screech. We got a lot of Kyle Napkin crying. You know, you know when she rolls yeah. up the napkin into, into her index fingers and then does a, a very painful deep push into the tear ducts, and her daughter does the same thing. The daughter who ordered a well done steak, really well done, really which, well done. Didn't anyone it's read scary. that Anthony Bourdain book? 
No. If you request in Kitchen Confidential, he's like, if you request that, they give you the shittiest piece of meat and burn it and think you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like that, and they're right. Yeah, they are right. Yeah. Guess what? But here's the thing: I have a lot of feelings about Kyle and her children when they go to college. Okay, a lot of feelings. I understand that Kyle wants to seem like a really involved and great mom, and she probably is. She makes it all about herself. This is all about her experience of her children leaving. She then makes her children responsible for her feelings with her constant, constant crying and putting all of her anxiety and needs and wants on the children. Mm. And don't worry, don't you worry about me. You're going to have fun. I'm going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's so fucking narcissistic. There's enough drama. No, exactly. It is so fucking narcissistic. And that then the poor little Portia is hysterically crying. What the fuck are you talking about? I went to college. My parents took me. And I also want to say this. This whole thing about decorating your child's dorm room, stop it. Too, too she much. doesn't need to be that comfortable. What are you doing? Yeah. My parents, I went to Sarah Lawrence. My parents took me. My dorm room was a piece of shit. My parents stayed for half an hour. And then they were like, we love you. Good luck. And Kyle stayed like, was it overnight? It was overnight, right? They stayed at a hotel. I think, I think they were there right? for days, but a also couple days. they only showed what they showed. She you think that she Flip, didn't go to the wait, Bed Bath and so, Beyond and decorate? She kept saying, oh, I we'll make thought, it cute. Well, have you seen online now there's like all these people that do these dorm room hacks you know or what? whatever where Stop they're like it. insanely like decorating these dorms. And you're right. Mine was the shittiest was storm I've garbage. ever such garbage like I was living in squalor yes and I remember I moved in and I didn't know my roommate and he was obsessed with the color orange great he had orange shit everywhere and let me tell you something else about him his name I'm not gonna say his name but he was very disturbing living with him okay but he was obsessed with those claymation Christmas specials which are one of my nightmare like things like Wallace and Gromit no, like, and stuff like that but like the Rudolph ones oh, you know like yes. which like, that's like one of my biggest fears 70s? in life yeah. what is your fear that a claymation just, I've always get been, you I've always been scared of them and like one they day, just creep you out they creep me out I've never liked them when like I was a kid like they're disturbing like I just David didn't Goliath watch them. remember Dave and Goliath I don't even know that one I is that what's a clay one you remember hey you don't remember that it was like okay go on but I don't like that stuff I don't like clay I understand what you mean the stop and I remember I like came back from a night out or something and he was like wrapped up in his orange blankets he had literally orange everything and he was just watching R- rudolph in september and i was like this is too okay. much i want to tell you that my freshman year roommate we were only roommates for about three months that sh- uh, our dorm room on her side was covered with black light led zeppelin posters <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you if you think that she and i had a lot in common okay <laughs> so she how also, did you get rid of it she sent me an, e- uh, an email there was no email then she sent me a postcard <laughs> morse code and I, literally she sent me fucking smoke signals that's how long ago it was a carrier pigeon but my mother i'll never forget this i got the postcard and my mother said my best friend who's still my best friend is named Allie. And my mom said, oh, Allie's playing a trick on you. She sent you a postcard and is pretending like it's from your new college roommate. And I read it and I was like, this is not a joke. This is actually the person Allie doesn't write like that. My mom was like, oh, (gasps) no. So I just moved out. I just found another room, moved out. My point is you shouldn't. There's an old saying in parenthood, okay? You're supposed to prepare your child for the path. You don't prepare Mm. the path for your child. Wow. And also stop making your children. That sounds like a Dorinda quote. Well. It's a Betsy Brown Braun quote, who's a parenting (laughs) expert. And also, stop making your children responsible for your your emotions. Why are you having a meltdown about your child going to college? Have it privately. Mm. My mother turned 50 when I was a freshman in college. I never, for all I know, they were thrilled to have me out. My mother told me it was the worst year of her life because my brother was five years older. It was her first real empty nest. She said it was very difficult. Did I know about that? 
Nope. Because my mother didn't make me responsible. Right. Your job as a parent is to take care of yourself. Wow. You don't put your shit, you don't hang your shit on your kids. And I want to throttle Kyle through the television. We need Stop to send it. out an SOS. You're to Kyle. not prompting. You're not <laughs> what it, I think she thinks it makes her look like a great mom. That mm. she's so destroyed by her children leaving. I see what you're saying. And I don't like it. Stop doing that to your kids. You know, I didn't even think about that. And I'm taking myself back I to when I was better. dropped out at college. Danny, I'm sorry. No, I'm trying I, to, I don't want I to interrupt it. you. I feel better when all my kids are under one roof. Do you understand what you're doing? You have one job as a parent. Now I'm getting very angry, Danny. Your job <laughs> as a parent is to create a person who can live completely independently of you. That is your job. Yes, of course, you want to have a loving, warm, fantastic relationship with your child and see them a lot. And I see my mom all the time and we're so close, but I don't need my mother to exist. But what I'm hearing is that you have a healthy relationship with your mother and your kids. And Kyle, <laughs> there's <doesn't>. because we <laughs> have boundaries. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, my Didn't mother, one of her daughters, like, mo- go to college. And called, if my mother called me crying about how hard it was for her that I was at college, do you think that's good? Okay, flip side of the coin, though. I remember my mom calling me crying after Dang. she dropped me off. <laughs> like, I remember I can visualize like being in the dorm and they didn't stay, they dropped me, like, they moved my stuff in, and then my I remember. The look in their eyes, yeah. they didn't they didn't release the tears until like I was closing yeah. the door. Yeah. And they I remember like even my dad's face. My dad can be a crier. And but I, I think just, that's fine. But it was that's like sweet. all coming out and then and then I went and cried and my I'm a crier uh, too, so I probably cried sure. in the group dorm shower. <laughs> and then and then I think they called me on the way and I could hear in their voice yeah. or whatever, but I don't remember like them being there. I don't think it's bad to show emotion and to say, I'm so proud of you. And it's so crazy because you were a baby and now look at you, you're 18 and going to college. That I'm not saying don't have that conversation, but I'm saying give it a rest with the hardcore index finger napkin tear duct shoving. And just when I saw Portia start hysterically crying, I was like, oh, God. But they learn, you learn from your parents. So you know, Portia is probably going to be similar and and fair in the other one. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. What do you make of all this LVP stuff, though? It's very dramatic. And I have trouble talking about it because people come after me online and I'm like just trying to stay out of it. I'm going to be honest. I don't understand the reality of Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. And also, (laughs) I want to call her Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. I don't want to call her. That's the most frustrating thing about it all. Now we said it. It should be fucking Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. Okay. I want to just say this. I find fucking Dorit. I I love to oh, watch you her. Like Dory. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Dory. Right, but you I like find to her, her very right. compulsively watchable. Now, when she showed up to horseback riding in her Chanel suspenders. <laughs> now, do you know how she, like all the big fashion brands have ridiculous things that they sell? Now, here's the thing. I love Chanel. I love a Chanel bag even though I shouldn't because uh headline Coco Chanel was a pretty big Nazi sympathizer. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Oh, she loved the Nazis. And guess what? Didn't enjoy the Jews. So I feel like I'm betraying my people every time I get a Chanel bag. But you know what? She's so, long dead. <laughs> she's dead. She's paying for her sins down She's long hell. dead. I've had a BMW who, P.S., weren't so great to the Jews either. So I guess we've moved on. And now, you know what? There's, Pick and choose your battles. There's a leader right now in Germany who I admire a hell of a lot more than I admire my own president. So there you go. My point is, although he's not my president, the point is, don't at me on Twitter, motherfuckers. The no point, tagging. No tagging. The point is that I love a Chanel bag, a classic boucle jacket. But then you're like, who's the ding dong who's buying Chanel skis? Dorit. And it's Dorit. Those motherfucking suspenders that said Chanel every time with at the swim party with the Dior visor. Like the visor you, you and then the fanny victim. packs. You and look all of like it. a it's fucking like, victim from hell. It's too much. It's so embarrassing. And also it's sad because you know the financial situation. Like if you oh, read any of the blogs, there's always there's all this stuff so much. with PK and Dorit. You know, I got mad this past episode because they were in the Bahamas and that whole thing where the person – did you see the video online of like someone yes. attacking Dorit Where they're the like, Bahamas? pay your debts. Pay your debts. And it's that like, woman why aren't obviously we knew that? PK. When, we should have seen that. Oh, like, it was where was great. it? it was but it so, should have been in the episode, And it right? was so juicy, wasn't it? It was so, so good. So anyway, then they, they go to the Mexican – oh, I love when Dorit's like, I feel such a connection to horses when she's saying <laughs> that whole thing. And I, she is trying to downplay the accent lately. She's doing a, a little bit less. It's still there. But my favorite thing was when they order their food and she ordered a vegetarian burrito. <laughs> burrito. burrito. <laughs> and it wasn't even like it was the it was the tongue between the teeth burrito. And it was like, I'm sorry, are you speaking Catalan Spanish? Like, is this Barcelona? What the fuck is happening? She also said Michelada. I'll drink a Michelada. Three of them. What are you doing? It was the most bizarre three person scene. But I fucking like... love Erica Jane and her fucking beer when she gets a beer. She loves a beer and loves I love that too. A fucking beer. I love that too. Drink 
drink that beer, Erica Drink Jane. it. Drink that beer. Drink, drink the beer. But Dorit is too motherfucking much. And She's, just like snatched within an inch of her life at all times yeah. now. She's. I don't like Dorit's look, but I do like looking at her looks. Like like you said, I like seeing what she's going to come out with every scene. 100%. I'm very interested. I, I think she's a not good person. No. <laughs> like I, she's a monster, too. They're all monsters. They're all monsters. So you find, like, we have to pick and choose. Like, a lot of these people are, mo- we're mo- watching monsters. Like, Here's- I see online, like, people were tweeting me today about something about Ramona, because I, I love Ramona, and they're like, what, she's over the line a monster. But I'm thinking, I think all of them are mostly over the line. They've chosen to be on reality TV. Right. So here's the thing. Just, can you just tell me that it's okay that I love certain monsters more than others? Danny, yeah. if I didn't, if I said it wasn't okay, I'd be talking to myself as well. <laughs> it's okay. It's more than okay. Yeah, thank you. You got to love, look, you got to love who you got to love. Um, The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> so here's what I think. I think that they got sick of Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. I think that somebody came in the house and was like, I'll take her. And they were like, great, please mm-hmm. just get rid of her. Not a friend, not not like no. a close confidant. They had no idea where just the someone fuck, who was there. They like, had no idea yeah. where the fuck that, that dog Jehovah's was Witness showed up at the door and they're like, okay. Maybe. You know <laughs> so I don't, I, here's the thing. Guess what? I don't have to take a, I don't have to pick a side and I don't have to pick a team. I can just enjoy it. Right. What I enjoy more than anything is I enjoy Rinna. Really stirring that pulling pot. all the strings and being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna knock this in the direction I want it to go. I love that aspect. So good. And I'm not, she I knows think- how to move a storyline forward too. Like Rena knows. Yes. We need someone in there. She's a and producer, baby. Say, she's a, she's hustling, baby. <laughs> Own it. She's a producer. She's a producer. I she's love, what moving it say? along. She's like, I've never looked better. I've never made more mm-hmm. money. I've never been more successful. I've never been happier. We need someone moving these things along because I think if Rena wasn't there, then I feel like Kyle and Lisa would just be so slowly like going back and forth about this thing. And in general, like this dog thing is taking up too much of my airtime. I it think is. like it's it too is. much, and I'm not into this. Do you believe whole... Teddy when she said I... I have never lied and you've never seen me lie? Do well, you think that's the I truth? didn't like that she said that. I didn't like that Why? she said that because I thought I don't think anyone should claim that I never lie or I because I think that's a lie. I was going to say it also sounds like something a liar. It's something says. a liar says, right? Yeah. Like you don't so defiantly say I've never lied in my life. Right. I, will, I will never, you'll never catch me in a lie. Right. It's like, that doth protest too much or whatever. Right. But I will say that I, I do find it refreshing that Teddy's like, I'm not innocent in this. She's saying I was signed up to stir the pot. Do you know that I also don't understand some of what's happening? I don't right. understand. As Ken says, Blizzard. Liz- I don't understand <laughs> Blizzard's place in this. I read so much about this goddamn dog case. I don't. And I still feel like I don't have my head wrapped around I don't it exactly. Un- I, but I, what I do feel I like I don't I, understand that they had set it up for them to come into Vanderpump I Dogs think that Lisa day. Vanderpump and Teddy had set up that they were going to go into Vanderbilt Dogs that day and talk, that about, talk about the Dorit situation, how the thing. And then when it was going on that day... He was going to randomly... Sh- that other guy who runs it John, with her was going to just show up holding apple juicy. The dog was already prepared to come out. Right. And Lisa... And I, I feel like Lisa and Teddy both... You know, got together and yeah. we're like, we're gonna go and we're gonna expose Dorit that she brought this dog. So Lisa and Teddy were a team, you think initially? I think they were, and I think that's what I think they've all agreed to. I don't know, I could be wrong. Okay, but Teddy has come out and said that. Got I it. don't know. We don't know what's true. Like what's Lisa not. set me. Up. And then when they were filming the scene, Teddy noticed that Lisa kept saying, "Let's oh. not talk about this." I'm, I don't want to oh, talk. about Oh, that this. all of a sudden she felt thrown under the bus by Lisa. And so then all of a sudden, on. Teddy kind of put it together, and she's like, "Oh, so I'm being the one who's 
I'm being thrown under the bus now right. to be set up. That's how I viewed it. Okay. Um, but again, it what it all goes back to is Dorit shouldn't have given that, you know, it's like Dorit's yeah. fucking fault in the beginning. Exactly. In the first place. But also the thing that I'm noticing for sure is that it feels to me like they're trying to set up this Vanderpump Dogs spinoff, which yes, I'm not interested I in know. seeing. Me neither. Because this I don't week, care. And it's going to be what, like, I don't the give hot a shit. young groomers? They're not hot young groomers there. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, it's <laughs> really not. I'm not interested in seeing that. There's so many other spinoffs in this yeah. whole Bravo universe that I'd love to see that more than this dog. Like Leave the dogs alone. What would you want to see? I'd like to see that Vegas. She's opening that Vegas yes. garden. I think a Vegas spinoff would be great. Yes. Sheena like sort of lived there part time. Like she Vegas Vanderpump. It. Vegas Vanderpump. Sheena and they'd could be move so, there. She would move there. Yes. You know, this girl Kayla who was on Lohan Beach Club is friends okay. with Sheena That's and she's brilliant. messy. Oh, is she messy? She's messy. And so, like, they could open it together. You know what? That's very smart, Danny. They could, I know. Give me a producer. See, credit. you're thinking like Rena. I'm thinking like Rena, moving the story along. And people in Vegas are messy anyway. Like, yes. everyone's drunk there. Like, show me that. The air is different. But aside from that, literally anything else, then I don't yeah. want to see a dog because then it's like the dogs get wrapped up to it. If it wasn't a spinoff for Animal Planet, I'd be like, let's see it. Right. Like, I would yeah, love like a it. a sweet show a about. A sweet show yeah. about the dogs there. Like, just show me or, or just put a, cam- a GoPro on that. 100%. So I can look at which dogs are in there. And yeah. Just like oh, tune it so in a, a YouTube live where I can show 100%. see the dogs. Yes, but I don't want it where it's like these John, these uh, messy gay men just being like, you know, getting in. when John Blizzard showed up in that scene with Lisa and he was mic'd, and I just thought like uh, they have. To, there's a lot that goes into something like that, like getting approval from yeah, producers, yeah, getting yeah. mic'd up, setting up the call time. It wasn't just like John Blizzard randomly yeah. like running in front of the camera accidentally or yeah, something. Yeah, it was yeah. like he sat down with it Lisa Vanderpump. It felt too contrived. It was way too contrived and it was like that's that's them setting up this spin-off, which I like the I appreciate that Vanderpump's hustling a spin-off. Can I just say one quick thing cuz yeah. we're talking about Vanderpump? Yeah. Did you read the Vulture deep dive on Jax that came out about a week and a half yeah. ago? Shocking. I want, to encu- I want to encourage all of <laughs> your listeners because it goes so deep into the real pathology of Jax. It is not a puff piece. It's a no. really interesting deep dive into his psychopathy. And I would really encourage people to read it. I mean, Jax, I can't wrap my ri- mind around him. He, he's a liar. He's, he's, a, that, he's, a, he's like Dirty John. He, re- he is like <laughs> Dirty John. He like, really? He puts me on the edge. Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Are you watching Vanderpump? You're watching Vanderpump. Again, how dare you? <laughs> Wait, I want to ask you, are you watching Married to Medicine LA? That's one where I'm like, do I need to watch that? Because wa- you know, I love the original I Married, do too. To I love Married to Medicine. Oh, I love it. I Dr. Heavenly. Dr. I love Heavenly. all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah. I also feel like they get very raw about their relationships. Oh, 100%. I think Married to Medicine is one of the most underrated Bravo shows. Yes, me too. And it's the best Bravo show that showcases the husbands. Uh, Like, they do the best job of showcasing. No, the husbands are very important. And also... And they're not boring to watch. Like, I'm No, and that they show warts and all their real fucked up under... Some of the most compelling TV. Yes! Oh my god, it's fascinating! But I haven't checked out LA yet. I mean, I watched like 10 minutes and I was like, eh, I don't know that... Yeah. And like yeah. Dr. Heavenly was trying to stir it up for them. Like she's the thing. That's she was cr- trying. I don't think it's going to get me the way. Uh, look, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to binge it. And then I'll me be too. in on that me one too. too. You know that I was not a below met, a below deck person until about six months ago. Leslie, we are the same person because Danny? I'm the same way. I wasn't watching it either. And then this past Danny? season was the best season of any Danny? TV I've ever seen. Danny. Yeah. It's the best show that's ever been I, on. I love it so much. I totally Do you like agree. Captain Sandy or the other guy better? Um, I like Dr. Or, yeah. Doctor. <laughs> I like the... What's his name? Why can't Do I you like Below Deck Med? No, I like Below Deck Regular. What's the... Oh, were what? they not Med? No, the last... Med is Sandy. Med is Sandy. Right, which I Why, loved. Uh, Captain Lee. Captain, Captain Lee. 
which I'm very Kate, attracted to Captain Kate and Josiah. The, amazing. The best dream the best team of all time. TV I've ever seen. It in my life. was Danny. It when, was when so Cap, good. When Captain Lee told Chandler he wanted to eat his ass for dinner. <laughs> that <laughs> I, that girl who came in for the last charter, uh, who screamed at all her friends. Thrilling. Danny. Thrilling. Danny. I didn't even watch it either. I had watched like maybe early. I don't know. I watched early seasons and I liked it enough, but then I just somewhere along. Maybe it's just got overwhelmed. That's what happened with me. I got over when they added the Mediterranean. When the guy overwhelmed almost lost his foot and he got pulled. Who's so hot too? The whole and the crazy bitch (sighs) who ended up leaving early. Caroline, Caroline, who by the way lied. She was a total bitch. And did you see her get out? She had like Twitter meltdowns. Yes. Oh, it was great. And also called in to watch what happens live. Did you see that? And they didn't know she was calling in. It was great. It I mean, was really it good. was really fantastic. If anyone's not watched that, go watch that last season of it. it. I mean, it was so so good. But there's so much going on. Vanderpump's, you know, it's not the best season, but it's still going. It, <laughs> it's still I love going. it. I, I'm still invested. <laughs> I um, know. You know, Lala. You, she's going to scream Give a lot Lala. in the next episode. Of my favorites, when she gets mad yeah. and yells at that sad, sad. <laughs> what is her name? Raquel. Raquel. Of course her name uh, is Raquel. Just when she screamed. And like, why is Raquel? Okay, so should we talk about how I did see James's mother? Yes, please. So I can't. This is so dumb. But I can't say what show I'm working on right now. Uh, because whatever. It's, who cares? But I'm working on a television show. And yesterday, she was a background actor. James's mom. James's mom was a background actor. Now, I saw that she had been doing background work. Because I think she, someone posted it on, maybe it was her account, posted it on Instagram. Like, I'm on Law and Order or something. Oh, no. But it was, like, clearly a background. Yeah. You know, she's very pretty. Yeah. She came into the makeup trailer, and I I gasped out loud. Wait, she went in your makeup? She was in, like, the same makeup trailer? Because they have to check all the background. Like, they just have to check them, make sure their hair looks right or whatever. You and know, I did background work when I was first moved to LA, and it was the most on? horrifying thing. It's not easy. I mean, I did everything. It was like NCIS, <gasps> one of them. I did, did I did Scrubs. You remember when Scrubs rebooted? Yes. I was in like that one season. It's that was not re- easy work. No, it's, it was awful. The one thing, I don't know if it was NCIS or CSI or one of those kind of shows, but I remember it was like an 18-hour day, yes. and they put us in a warehouse. It was a big group scene, and yeah. they gave us old Domino's pizza. Oh. Like, they reheated Domino's pizza from like the day before. It no, was so depressing. that's terrible. And they it's, don't, yeah, it's It's, it's pretty dark, but she's... She's and everyone's like fighting to get the featured extra spot because there's like sometimes they'll be like, oh, we need an extra. There's to- a hierarchy amongst. And the so po- oh, it's dark. miserable. It's very dark. But so James's mom is doing it now. Yeah. Look, it's honest work. <laughs> yeah. But I was still st- I mean, but I got excited to see her as if Robert De Niro walked into the trailer. I mean, that's how excited I got. Like, I cared. <laughs> Did more you about- talk to her? I didn't. And I really meant to. Yeah. We didn't really. But it would have been hard. We didn't have a chance to cross paths. And yeah. I had a lot, a lot of talking to do. Like I had to do a fucking monologue. And so then I right. got really. I actually had to work. Yeah. And then as soon as we were wrapped, I was like, where is she? Where is she? And she was long gone. And I was so devastated. I didn't get to yeah, talk to she her. She had a quick scene in and out. She must have nailed it. I really should have gotten a picture with her. Yeah. Um, she's Her storyline's dark on there. And it makes me even sort of sadder that knowing that James is doing all this yeah. work for his mom and now his mom's trying to make a living, an honest living, doing extra work. Where's Can't London, we give her a line? Where's London Gangster? Can't we give her? I know. Can't we where's give her London, a line? One line. Give Just her one, one line. If any line. showrunners out there, give her one line and hire me for a line. Can I, I'd do can it I too. plug something really yeah, quick? I, your... we're, I'm going to wrap this up because I know you have to go. And... I'm going to plug it for the listeners. Yeah. So there is a show that's coming out this week on Hulu. It's called Shrill. With A.D. Bryant. I'm in an episode. <gasps> it stars A.D. Bryant. The showrunner and co-creator of the show is my very best friend. Her name is Allie Rushfield. She is truly a genius. The show is so wonderful and so fantastic and so groundbreaking and so important. Adie is so winning and hilarious 
and heartbreaking and brilliant. It is only it's six episodes. And I just read the most phenomenal review of it. That's why I knew of it because I saw the New York something, Times, the it, New yeah. Yorker, the LA Times. They are getting fantastic reviews. You can tune in to see me doing a quick little fun thing in it. But the show is so good, Danny. Oh, I and I really, I mean, who doesn't love AD Bryant? I mean, she's amazing. But this is really like, this is going to be a thing. This show is going to be a Shrill. thing. And really, every woman should watch yeah. this show. So I'm just encouraging everybody to watch it. Binge it. And Hulu's doing this great stuff because I'm obsessed with, I think, I don't know if I told you, but Pen15, which is it's a new, so, like, uh, literally that obsessed That might with be it. the best thing I've seen on Oh, yeah. Here. It's like the most brilliant I thing I mean, it's only seen. March, yeah. but it really no, but is. So but that, good. like, my jaw was on the floor. It was so And I'm perfect. so glad Hulu is leaning in and doing these female projects that we're not but seeing elsewhere. Interesting, yeah. brilliant, great things. So please, please watch it. And it's it. Friday. It's this week, Friday. Yes. Tomorrow. It drops tomorrow. Yes. Binge it. I can't wait. Any other projects you need to... Are you doing Horror Story coming up? Um, You who, are. Who knows? <laughs> I'm who knows, I don't Danny? know that you are, but I'm No one guessing. can say and no one can tell. I don't know. It's all... It's all a mystery. It's all a mystery, Well, isn't I can't it? wait to maybe watch... <laughs> I won't be watching if you're not. But and I will let you know when this thing that I'm not allowed to talk. It's so it's when it's people. Weird, yeah. First of all, I but hate I, yeah. more than anything when people on their social media show like pictures from a photo shoot and they're like hashtag secret project. Tell you soon. I think it's the most irritating, <laughs> annoying thing. I am not trying to do that right now. It's just that the the show itself is yeah. very secretive and I'm not allowed. But it's like it's not that when you hear about it, you're like, okay, who cares? Whatever. But I'm just working on something, and I'll let you know about that too. It's going to be fun, and it and it's it's I'm really excited about it. It's a fun thing that I'm doing. I can't wait. Well, I love seeing you pop up on anything. Oh my god, Danny! You know that you're in my heart. You're in my and heart. I feel that you and I share so many important things. I know, and you know what we're going to share soon: what? Countess and Friends. Okay. In May, we're going. How about how she's playing at the Wiltern? <laughs> it makes no fucking That's, sense. I saw Kelly Clarkson play at the Wiltern. That's shocking. like not a joke. Leslie, I don't understand. You know, I heard rumors that she's dating the tour manager or that the tour, like, who, or maybe not manager, like producer, but the like tour, whoever, whoever's like running the tour or something. So that's why I think she, it's like keeps going because who would have oh. thought this has been over a fucking year. And by the way, she sells out. Sells out. Over They're a huge. A whole year has gone by that she's doing how this many, tour. How many people can fit into the Wiltern? 2500 it's funny because people always will tag me online or dm me or whatever when they go to a show in, in like cleveland or wherever they yeah. are and i'll always say like how was it and almost routinely everyone's like she sounded terrible yeah. but it was so fun and when <laughs> i, I like, saw exactly. her play here exactly it was I, I i don't know if i said this on your podcast i've never been in a room where people were more wasted right so drunk. people were more drunk than my prom <laughs> it was like and and i walked out first it was packed to the fucking gills they had to add a second show at the last minute and i walked out first because it was just like i got to get out of here because it was so crowded and I watched people file out, and people were falling on the ground, shit face drunk. The vibe in that room <laughs> was so good. It must have been what it was like, like, um, like at a like a Jim Jones, right, right. like like when they were in Ghana and he was <laughs> preaching. Like that was the vibe. Or what was that? The Super Bowl performance where Diana Ross came out <laughs> on the helicopter. It's like yes. that same thing. People were on another yeah, it was level. Amazing. Like there's so much goodwill for the countess at these shows, and I get why she wants to do it. It's such positive reinforcement. She's also in it for 25 percent of the do you show. Think, what do you think of Dorinda saying that like Lou's just out of rehab? Like she's on the mend. She's not she shouldn't wrong. be at the cabaret. <laughs> well. It's actually just like how people throw themselves into work. As yeah, long as yeah. she's not drinking. Mm-hmm. Also, she, the show is 45 minutes and she's in it 
for 15 maybe, minutes. Maybe 15. Max. Tops and then she 15. brings really actual good talent, like Shoshana Bean and Cheyenne Jackson. Like, she has real people who Very can excited sing. to see who she brings in May. What do you think? At the Wiltern? That's not a joke. Maybe she'll bring out Kelly Clarkson. We don't know. What if Adele comes out? <laughs> what if motherfucking Adele <laughs> duets like, with could her? Could you imagine Adele and Luann just doing Money Can't Buy You fucking I class? I mean, Money Can't. Like, oh my God. <laughs> money <laughs> can't. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adele speaking. <laughs> oh, it would be so oh, great. Love. Leslie. Danny, um, it's always a joy and a pleasure. This is so fun. Where can people find you on social media? They can find me at Leslie Grossman on Instagram and at Miss Leslie G on Twitter. And the only reason that's my dumb name is because someone else had already taken Leslie Did you have an AOL instant message screen name? I did. It was star 69. S-T-A-H-R. Because I was- S-T-A-H-R. Because I love star 69 was my favorite phone feature. Shut up, Danny. It was a long time ago. I'm asking everyone that now their instant message screen name and the answers are shocking. It was a while ago. I also was Jewess something. It was like Jewess 1971 or something so fucking stupid. Um. Leslie, thank you so much. I love you more than anything. I love you more than anything. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast and access bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click the become a patron button. And if you donate $4 more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes and you help support this podcast. There's a full Scary Island recap over there, like a very in-depth three-episode recap over there. And more importantly, the money just helps to support this show. I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this podcast. And just uh, for some of you who have been asking about the scheduling, I will be continuing with the Vanderpump Rules recaps every week after the episode airs. We are going to skip the Lohan recap next week, but we will be doing a final wrap-up Lohan for the finale week, which is in two weeks. And then I'll be doing the Roni recaps every week as well. I'm trying to cut back just a little bit because I'm getting a little overwhelmed. But we will be covering Roni, Vanderpump, And then I'm trying to sprinkle in Beverly Hills where I can, like I did with Leslie. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Uh, Let's do our little cool down. Let's wrap this up with a little cool down. We need to relax after that Roni episode. So let's all take a deep breath in. Hold it. And breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. And let's think of our parents. Think of your mom, your dad, a good memory. Breathe out. Now Leslie gave her brilliant, wonderful thoughts on Kyle's parenting. So let's all just take a moment this week, today, to reach out to your mom or dad or a parent figure in your life, if you if you don't have a mother or father, but think of a parental figure in your life and just reach out and tell them you love them. Remind them of a good memory. Thank you guys so much for listening. And let's go out with our, our inspirational Kimberly Lock music. Thank you again. I love you. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products plus 
fast delivery, and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.